Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to White Wine Question Time, the podcast that brings together well-known friends to answer three thought-provoking questions over three glasses of wine. And this week, we're joined by two of British television's most entertaining and unfiltered women. To my left, she has uh, been known to literally have me doubled up laughing my socks off. And that's just from her Instagram post. It's 2010's Big Brother winner. She's a property developer and she's also a mom to Reggie. It's Josie Gibson. Hello, my lover. Hello, thank you very much. I don't even know how a brain functions to edit something before it comes out your mouth in the first place. It's weird, isn't it? Anybody that can think about what they're saying before it comes out. To my right, uh, with Josie, is a friend who shares many of her qualities, a woman who speaks her mind and has transformed herself, in my opinion, from a bikini-clad Love Island contestant back in 2016 to a mental health activist. It is really lovely to have you here today, Marlene Anderson. Thank you. <laughs> don't try and hide your emotions. Don't, don't try and just run away and numb your pain with other things and distract your attention. Ride out the pain because then, then you'll heal yourself. When you learn to like actually feel your emotion, you'll start to heal. I got in touch with you, Joe, Yeah. Because we've got lots of mutual friends. Yeah. I said, I, I really want you to come on the podcast, come on the podcast. And you said I, you'd love to come on with Marlin. Oh. And then I just met you both in reception. <laughs> and, and you two have been friends for a long time now but have never oh. met in real life <laughs> <laughs> but we feel like we've been known I no. just said to her I feel like I've known you for years I can't she's believe so how, how did you meet on it was it Instagram it was Instagram surely I think was I followed you friends anyway Instagram? yeah and we just started messaging each yeah. other I think I followed message? you during your pregnancy 
and then I followed you from that, and then I and I commented on it because you were hilarious. You're you're just so she's so funny. funny. Yeah, and, the, and we were talking about it the whole way through because you were how long were you before? Oh me? my god, then I was premature, wasn't I? Too yeah, through, and you were premature, and I was asking questions. Yeah. And da, da, da. Yeah, that was it. So this kind of sisterly support developed through direct messaging. You've never actually spoken, physically spoken to each other. No. I watched all her videos. I knew she had a really deep voice. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. It's a thoroughly modern friendship, lady. Yeah, it is. is, is. I love her. But it seems (laughs) to me like you've talked about a lot of really important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I think when you get pregnant, you join like that sisterhood, don't you? Yeah, 100%. And so, yeah, we kept sharing information. I think it's fair to say uh, that over the last year you've both had really awful times of it yeah. um, and I wondered how you've dealt with that so, so what have been the tools that have got you through these enormous, enormous difficulties and, and, and what role has your friendship played in helping each other through that so when when baby Conzi passed away, I think it was this is your daughter. Yeah, yeah, and and so, Conzi is named after your mum. Yeah, that's why I call her baby Conzi because then people are like, "Which Conzi?" And I'm like, "Oh, they're both dead." So Conzi, but, Conzi, oh, oh, oh man, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> that's what we do. I'm sorry to see. I'm laughing again. I get so awkward. And I just, <laughs> oh, don't know what else to do. It's how you deal with it. And it's like yeah, there's no wrong way of dealing with it. And <laughs> and I think a lot of people laugh out of, of a sense of oh, like, at the funeral, not knowing what else yeah, to do. I gave a speech. I started laughing. And I was like. <gasps> And I was like, wow, like, I don't know what to, you know, but I want to speak about it. So the only way of me not crying is by like laughing. And, yeah, but, um, so, so Conzi was named after your mum. Yeah. Let's go right back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So you were born to two parents. Your, your dad died before your first birthday. Yeah. Yeah, correct. From cancer. Yeah, skin cancer. That's it. And then, so you and your mum were in, in, incredibly close. Yeah, massively. Yeah. And your mum died how many months ago? So about a year and a bit ago now. And, um, uh, she had breast cancer 15 years ago. She was all clear for 15 years. And then just after I came out of Love Island, it spread to other breast. And, you know, she had the operation. And at this point, like, it was all a well-worn for me. And so I stopped working properly after, you know, the work that I should have done after Love Island, you know, like, oh, yeah, just milking every opportunity. That kind of faded for me because I was more concerned about my mum. Quite right. Um, and then she had her breast removed and it, it was all good. But the whole time that they didn't know that it was actually just spread into her stomach. So she literally got taken within a month, within a month or two. And so I was there the whole time. You know, I watched, I was by her side. I was a sole carer. I, like, literally just watched her pass away, especially, like, the You're the an final only child? Week. No, I've got two brothers and a sister. One lives in America. The other brother lives in London. And my sister, you know, she's got her own family and stuff. And we all kind of came together for the for the, like her last month or so. And it, it was sad because this is like we're in our family home, and you know that just kind of got taken apart really quickly. And I did have a stepdad, but he kind of he did disowned us about two months after my mum had passed away. He met a new woman, and that was really oh hard my for me because he'd been in my life for twenty five years. Wow, you know, so that was really difficult. So I've gone I from bet. living with my mum, having a family home where we spend Christmas, etc., and me when I'm like sad going into my mum's bed, you know, to just disappearing and me having to like grow the fuck up and getting my own place and being alone. And shortly, I met a guy, the father of my daughter, Consi. And I mean, that was a pretty toxic relationship. It was up and down. It wasn't healthy. And I became pregnant quite quickly. And that was within probably within three months of my mum passing away. So my head wasn't even there, you know. I wasn't stable enough. And I thought, okay, good, pregnant. You know, I've got my own family now. This is this is it. Yeah. And I tried to make things work purely because I was pregnant. And then, gosh, then things just went weird for, what, 33 weeks she stopped moving inside me 
you know, and I was just like, oh, what is going on? It can't be happening to me. And, um, and what did the doctor say at that point? You need to have an emergency C-section like within four to five minutes. And I didn't have a clue what was going on because my pregnancy was absolutely fine. It was perfect, you know. Nothing was picked up. It was all, it was all cool. And, um, yeah, and then she came early. And before I knew it, I'd, I was living at Great Ormond Street in the parents' accommodation. And I was there for a month. And each day was literally, like, up and down. The NICU was just cra- crazy with this madness. The whole thing was just... And you were never emotion. able to hold her, were you? No, because she was in... And I was too scared to touch her as well because the, the wires and everything. And in my head, I think at the time, I was, I was slowly collecting tablets, by the way, you know, thinking if she's going to go, fuck, I'm going too. Because I was like, what else have I got to live for here? I haven't got like a family to go back to, you know, kind of thing. And each day it was like a roller coaster. Oh, she's just fine. She's making progress. And the next day she wasn't. And she was here to teach me a reason. And that's what I was trying to get at. Like my spirituality just came out of kind of nowhere. My mom died, you know. I could feel my mom around me, supporting me. And I was definitely like... My baby came here for a reason. She might not have been here for long, but she's taught me something. And then, I mean, when she passed away, I was like, oh, God, I locked myself away for about three weeks. I just drank wine on my own every night. I didn't want to speak to anybody. She was four weeks old when she passed away. Yeah, she was four weeks old. Exactly a month. So the funeral was hard because that was weird in itself. It was was a beautiful moment where we all wore white and we had doves released and stuff, but it it was so sad. (laughs) And I was thinking to my head, why did I have to bury another concert? Why did I even call her concert, you know? And I kind of, I felt sorry for myself for a few weeks, as you do. But then I thought, okay, what do you learn from your mum going? You need to take the strength, take whatever you can from it and use it as a positive. And I was kind of just sat there and I was like, right, you need to get, get up, wake up and let's, let's do something. Don't try and hide your emotions. Don't, don't try and just run away and numb your pain with other things and distract your attention. Ride out the pain because then, then you'll heal yourself. When you learn to like, actually feel your emotion, you'll start to heal. Surround I'm yourself. a big believer in that, yeah. you know. I think, when, you know, for me, I mean, I've never been through anything like that level of loss. But I know that when something's going to hurt, I, I don't drink wine. Yeah. I don't, I don't fall back on anything. I just feel the pain. Yeah. Because I know it's coming. Yeah. And you just got to, you've got to squint your eyes shut, fist, roll your, your fingers into yeah. fists and just get through it. Definitely. And... And it will make you stronger. Yeah, hundred percent. It will. Exactly. And I mean, it's I just, not easy. It's not. And I, I, I was, remember just feeling so lonely. I had a new apartment. Um, her room was empty. Had all the babies crap in. And I got my sister to remove it. And I was just sat there, and it's like nice apartment. Thinking this, nothing, none of this means anything to me when I'm here on my own. And then, Marlon, you were saying off mic. Josie's been sending you video messages every yeah. day. So after it happened, um, Josie reached out to me and was like, Marlon, like, you probably don't want to speak to anyone. And in fact, I wasn't talking to anybody at all. And I think I was just, I was reading her messages and it was just probably saying scene on her end, you know. And she was like, we're going to send you these videos anyway. And so they were just video messages from random people, celebrities, just offering words of courage, support. And she was sending to me and they actually made such a difference. Oh, and then thanks. like, and then I started to respond and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she was, she was just, she was just giving me support, which was like very, very much needed at the time. Yeah. And no one else really knew what to say to me. And she goes, but she just put herself out there and was like, here, like, here's some like. Strange, words. isn't it? Yeah. When the most awful things happen to people, quite no often to, no one no. knows what to say, so they say nothing. Yeah. And she didn't give up this one. Well, <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm I, the I just cried so much for you because we you were resonate. sharing, we yeah. were sharing our story the whole way through. And then I messaged you, didn't I? And then I just, I, yeah, I just was, I, I didn't sleep for two nights. I was so upset for you. So it was like, yeah. it was our, you don't know what to say, do you? You just no, don't know what to say. Well, but how good was Steve O's, though? Oh, no, amazing. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you, you know Steve O, Batman? The man. 
mad omen. The madman, Steve the madman. He's really funny. He follows his family. He's like an internet sensation. Right. And yeah. it, he is really lovely. And, yeah. he, and he did a video from Alan and it was just the best one. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Jess, you would go around and ask just Charlotte anybody. Crosby, there's loads of them, isn't there? Any, anybody that you came across, you would ask them to record a message of encouragement for Marlin? Well, yeah, I just messaged everybody because social media is quite powerful. Um, but how lovely oh. was Kim Marsh? Yeah, Kim Marsh. You had Fern Everybody was like, good girl. Yeah. Because Kim Marsh, she, she re- yeah, was obviously. Yeah, that was quite intense. Well, she had, yeah. had a, a not dissimilar experience. Yeah. And I think the most, the biggest form of therapy was me waking up one day going, hold on a minute. I can either just try and do some something that's positive, learn from my suffering and use the pain and suffering that I've had and let me help somebody else. So I collected everything that I'd gone through and I remember writing everything down that I'd been through in my life, whether it being eating disorders, body image, abusive relationships, toxic crap, you know, grief, you know, anything horrible. And I was just thinking, let me use all of this pain and suffering that I've been through and let me try and reach out to people and let, let me help them now. Instead of just promoting some shitty whitening toothpaste and trying to hold on to some insta-famous career, which is just, let's be honest, going to die down after another year when the new love one comes out. And I've, I've, I've kind of done it and that's been the biggest part of therapy and healing for me by helping other people you've got and you see this a lot with people that have, have suffered extreme loss that they they have to turn that into a positive yeah. um and and this is the app that you're launching you've got yeah. a new app that is fundamentally there to yeah. help anybody with any kind yeah. of mental health it's issues like self-help bible instantly and it's it's kind of a, a team of counseling experts in your hand yeah pretty much Marla, God, you are, isn't she? I mean... Oh, she's amazing. I, she's I, absolutely amazing. How old are you? 26. You are something else. <laughs> Don't, I'll stop crying now. I'm going to stop laughing. You've done so well. No, you're amazing. Seriously, <laughs> I, I have no idea where your, your wisdom and your courage comes from. I come in and we were exchanging stories and I was like, oh, this has happened, that has happened. She said, do you know what, Josie, you need to look at the positives. And I thought, that's coming from Alan Anderson. That's done, <laughs> I've been through so much and I just felt, I was just like, oh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Joe, you've you've had a well a shit year. Let's just yeah, call but how it. Can I say that you know when Malin's been through all that? Said, everybody you know, else has had. That everyone has their own in, in, like individual experiences. Yeah. What I love about you two though is you talk about Reggie in front of Marlin. Like yeah. and we're not tiptoeing around the fact that Conzi no, isn't here. That. Yeah. Um, and I hope that's okay, no, I prefer Marlin. that, though, because... I, I don't want to rub no, no, parenthood no. on your face because that not would feel like no, so much salt no. in a wound if, no, if that's no, no. what it feels like. <laughs> no. um, but I love how real you are, Jose, and I can't imagine that um, reaching out to somebody that you've never met before during these the most difficult times that she's been through it was easy, um, but I bet it meant the world to you, Marlin, oh, 100%. she did. Oh, because no one else did. Like, really? My friends were like, oh, "I'm here for want to talk," but she actually went out of her way to get like meaningful messages, which I could resonate with, especially like the Kim Marsh bits and even the words you were saying to me. And that for me is a lot. You know, I kept looking at Reg and I was like, "This is, you know, ain't right. It's not ever right that someone should no. ever go through that ever." But I just, I just don't. I keep looking at you, and you're so strong, <laughs> and you just talk about it it's so with so much strength. And I just think, how do you do it? Like I'm in awe, really. I'm really in awe. But you know what? I know your story, and you are made of pretty strong stuff too, Josie Gibson. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you are. Thank you. And that little boy is so lucky to have you as his mum, because I know this last year has, has not been a walk in the park for you two. No, yeah. 
but I mean, you know, I can't, I can't grumble. But no, it's been difficult. Well, as you know yourself, it is a juggling act, isn't it? But it being, being a, a single, single parent, mom. Yeah, yeah, it's a real juggling act. But that came pretty soon into your parenting experience. Yeah, so it's three months, and then. But the thing is, I was in a relationship, and I've known him since I was fourteen years old. So he was friends with my family. So well, I thought, yeah, this is the one now. This is this is all good. And uh, yeah, as soon as I as soon as I got pregnant, he started going on about my weight and stuff all the time. Your weight? Yeah. Like I remember, I counted on my phone, and he put on my weight eighteen times, and it wasn't even two o'clock. What? Yeah, it wasn't even two o'clock. So I was like, you, oh. you what? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I did. I I What's did. This man's on name. <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I better not say his name, but um, yeah, he's uh, he, he knows himself. He, he's been out of order, but I can't come here and slag him off because he's not here to defend himself, really. No, no. And I've realised now, now I'm not with him. I will never, ever, ever settle for a bloke that's not my biggest cheerleader. I, I don't need that. I had that similar too. What? And then he cheated on me when I was two, two months pregnant with his ex. I disgusting. Always like, comparing it to other women and stuff, and like, that for me was weird. Where do you find these work. guys? Where do you yeah. find do you know these what guys? I read the other day, yeah. apparently we keep running into that kind of same relationship. It's because we haven't learned a lesson about ourselves yet. Yeah. And once we learn that lesson, we won't choose these same guys again. So what we do need to get is our self love back. Yeah. And then we'll start meeting people that are on the same kind of scale as us. <laughs> so Joseph, <laughs> I'm three months into yeah. to, to being a parent, you're popping hormones all over the place. You're sleep deprived. Oh yeah. You're you're on your ass is probably the best way to describe it, right? Yeah. Physically and emotionally, and and, and you know, I, I've I've been there. Um, is it? And the thing is, we come back from the hospital, and he didn't even come in the house. He slept in the camper van in the garden. He'd never come in. Why? Because he he needs to sleep. So I got up for all the night feeds. So it was slowly like, oh, it, was, it was slowly, it was, you know, it was a build up of things. And then for Christmas, he was like, right, we're going to have the best Christmas ever. And he kept going on about Christmas, our first Christmas, our first Christmas, you know, with the Reg and that. So I was gearing it right up. So I organised him a skiing holiday, right, with all of his friends. And um, it come Christmas morning, I, I got all the food in, been preparing it. I got, it come Christmas morning, I've given this skiing holiday. So I sat there and I went, where's, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> he got me nothing, not even a card from Reg, nothing. And it was our first Christmas. What was his reason for it? Oh, he fitted my wing mirror three weeks ago and he thought that, oh. he thought that was my Christmas present and he didn't know what to get me. So, and I've given this skiing holiday. So I was that started it again and then I spent four days cooking Christmas dinner like getting it all in preparing it I spent four days cleaning up and then he went to me you haven't even buffed the sides I thought do you know what you haven't even what buffed the sides but your sideboards I said buff your own bloody sides and then and then he started moaning about my shoes in the hallway and I thought do you know what this is it now I said if you don't like it pack our stuff we will go and he packed up all our stuff in black bags and took it to a house I rent out <laughs> I don't think he'd actually do it yeah so you were living in his was it his place yeah. your place your jointly owned I was living in his place but I'll never ever ever live in a place that belongs to somebody else again no. I'll always mm. live even if... to me too really <laughs> yeah when he yes. cheated on me because was... my mum's house was going up for sale and it was like empty so I was living at his whilst I was pregnant and then when I found out he cheated on me I was, he, I was like, I was pregnant at the time, and he was like, "Well, I'll just put all your stuff at your mum's end. Go, go to your mum's." So actually, he went to your mum. had just passed away. Yeah, her house. This was probably about three months yeah, prior. Yeah, that's that's. So I was actually living at my mum's on my own with my everything was in bin bags in the conservatory. Pregnant, yeah, pregnant, on. and he's gone on holiday with his ex. 
no, Jamaica. No, never. Yes. What well, you actually went on holiday when you were pregnant? Them. Yeah. Sicko. How is it now trying to work it out as parents? Absolutely. Is he involved? Um, he's decided he don't want anything to do with him this week. So it was like, you know, you can't. This week? Yeah, so you can't just like pick and choose. No. Um, but yeah, so I've got to just, um, I don't know. I w- would like him in Reggie's life, but if he's going to be aggressive and everything like he is, there's no point. You, you just got to walk away. But it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because I yeah. got so grew up without a dad and I like a dad in my see? son's life. Oh my God, so see. you make excuses for it when yeah. there's really no excuses for it. No. I always find a good way to advise yourself is to ask what advice you'd give a girlfriend going through exactly the same experience. And what would you say to your to your girlfriend that was going out with a guy like that and had a small child with him? Uh, I, I, there, well, there's unforgivable. Even a health visitor turned around and went, it's inhumane. Like, it's, it's unforgivable. Yeah. But I, and I can't, I, I can, I can't, I can forgive, but I cannot ever forget. And that is the thing, isn't it? You yeah. just always have, have that there. His loss, babe. Oh, yeah, well, I hope, I hope so. Yeah, but no, he's done that to you. He's made, he's reduced her self-worth. You and that beautiful us, boy, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, you but are... lucky enough, Reggie ain't been too affected. That, like, that is a lucky yeah. thing, you know. He's so happy, he's so happy all the time, and I just think, thank the Lord, like, he's, he's, he's not happy. But I can't, that's why I've got to really keep my distance, because I don't want it to affect his lovely personality, because yeah. he is... A lovely little boy. Of course he is. Yeah. <laughs> he just, you've got to try and make him not smile. He's one of them. Oh. So he's like, yeah. Oh, gosh, you too. <laughs> oh, no, I just, mates. <laughs> no, I just want to hug you both and tell you it's all going to be okay. I'm, I've been the most lonely and the saddest I've been, but I've also been the most content and happy I've ever oh, been. Same. Do you know what I mean? I same. Can, I can totally identify exactly with that. Exactly the same. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> so weird. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you've learned about yourselves in the last 12 months? Resilience, I think, and some kind of weird strength. <laughs> yeah. I think I've learned that I'm a crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I'm Do you know what? I I actually think that in I can get a bit crazy, but I think I'm a decent human being. I think I'm quite a nice girl. And do you know what? I'm quite a laugh. I'm good. I am. I can be the best girlfriend you could ever, and the best friend you could ever have. But I've learned that, you know, don't don't cross me. And if I learned that I want somebody to give me what I can give them. Absolutely. A partner. Yeah. But it's, there, it's, it's hard you to come say by. It, like, with more reassurance. Like, not I think. Because I am a good girl. Yeah. I do deserve this. And then you yes. start believing it. <laughs> Jesse, so good. Jessie, <laughs> I know far too many of my mates that know you and think, the world of you. I have oh. never heard a bad word. Are you joking? About you. No, I never have either. And oh no way! You know nice. what? You're you're like a um, hundred thousand sprinkles. You just you oh. just you are. That's nice. You are, and you don't look back because you're too busy looking at a bright future. Yeah. And do do you know what? I got my bloke. I got Reg. He's like my man. Yeah. So I feel like I. I feel like I've found him. Do you know? Oh, oh gosh. Shut up. I love you, Josie Gibson. She's on taste, aren't I? I'm cheese on taste. No, with a hundred thousand sprinkles yeah, on top. He's, he's my bloke. That's how I feel. He's, yeah. Yeah. Ready, ready for another question? Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Do you want, do you want a glass of wine? Are you asking questions? Yeah, well, we've yeah. just been talking our heads off. <laughs> oh, she's good at getting it out of us. I don't think we need the wine, Kate. <laughs> well, you're having it. <laughs>
So question number two. You two met on the internet. Yeah. Through Instagram and Twitter. If you were in charge of social media, what rules would you put into the community guidelines to make social media a more friendly and mentally healthy place? Oh, gosh. I'd put no photoshopping. Yeah, no airbrushing. Get rid of the likes yeah. for a start. Get just, rid of the likes. That just defines your self-worth instantly. They're, they're beta testing that at the moment. I'm really, yeah. I'm really, really encouraged by yeah. that. 100%. Oh, well, actual lights, because I do like to get in front of a nice window. No, lights. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Oh, Josie. Josie. <laughs> no. Likes, you know, as in Oh, hearts. likes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Sorry. I do like a good light. Like to get in front of a window. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Brilliant. Yeah. Likes. Likes. Oh, get rid of the likes. Oh, I quite like the likes. Do you? Yeah. You look at someone else's picture, you go, hold on, she's got 10,000, I've got 5,000. Does that mean I'm not good enough? Or Oh, really? But, I, I don't ever look at anyone else's. I just look at mine all the time. I'm so self But you still see your own, I think. <laughs> I think you still see your own, I think. That's what they were trying to do, but you can't see any, nobody else can see yeah. them. Oh, right, I see. Is it because we live in a society that believe people believe that social media makes us um, constantly compare and contrast. Hundred percent, yeah. And oh, look what they've got, and I haven't. Yeah. And, and that it it's become it's making social media um, mentally negative place mm-hmm. for people to spend time. And I think you know that it would be great if if that were less so. Do you know our brains aren't actually meant to be absorbing other people's lives as much? Their stories. No. There was like a test from it. We were constantly looking at everybody else's story, constantly comparing it to our own life. It's actually depressed, like making us depressed. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can really, I can really get that. We had a guest on <laughs> recently, Emma Gannon, who um, does a podcast about people's relationships with the internet, and she said we're not meant to have a window into so many people's worlds. Yeah, we're not. And when you think of it like that. I feel so weird because I don't already ever look at anybody else's stuff. That's good. Do you know, but that's great, Joe. That's really oh, good. So, yeah, but you know what? You're time poor for a start. Yeah, you've got no time at the moment. You're the, the yeah. young mum. You've got time to be sat there scrolling yeah. through people's nonsense. You're just doing what you need to do, and you're using it as a tool to communicate with yeah. people. Like you formed friends. Yeah. yeah, I think you've exactly. used Instagram and Twitter in a really healthy way yeah. to form this friendship. Yeah. That's that's lovely. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of connections that social yeah. media should be making mm-hmm. and I Definitely. like to find out stuff so if I like I know it sounds ridiculous but if I need to buy a hoover or anything like that I'll just have a little tweet hello anybody know the best hoover to get hope, hope, hoping that they might send me one <laughs> free <laughs> for free <laughs> oh anyone know anything about um, anybody know anything about stand up paddle boards because I really need one <laughs> <laughs> A stand-up paddleboard. Yeah, like it's all like things like that that I put on. Yeah. In the Why are you wanting a like... stand-up paddleboard, Joe? You live in Bristol. <laughs> oh, what? We got the bath. What? Canal. Oh, you're yeah. going to do it on the canal? Yeah, the um, Avon and Wyatt Canal, yeah. You're brilliant. Yeah, Avon, yeah, oh, so. Excellent and work. And I've been in quite a few places stand-up paddleboard in. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Good but I just you. put things like that on there and then everybody, and then if nobody gives me one for free, then obviously I got. they tell me the best one to get. Yeah, so, so you're, that's, still, yeah. you're still a winner. Yeah, so everyone's a winner, baby. <laughs> and that's what I like about it. I yeah. always find out the best things. I always find out. So you don't have a negative time on social media? No, and I even love the haters. I love oh, a the hater. The trolling isn't good, though. Especially oh. when they're like sick weirdos. Mm-hmm. Oh, you probably get a few sickies, don't you? Yeah. I've got an account on my daughter. My, like, my no, daughter. you are joking. This is, this is a real concierge, baby concierge Anderson. It was like really weird. Like, mate, like the Daily Mail picks up and I'm like, what do you have to say about this? I, was, like, I don't actually know. Whoever it is is sicko. That's what I mean by like really sick. That is sick. And the trolling can get so weird and intense. And the comments, like, they think they know you. 
Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've, cool. never, I've never <laughs> had that so as an experience yeah. online, but I know plenty of people that have. Um, well, but, don't get me wrong, social media used to make me, like, cry my eyes out when really? I first... Yeah, because... Same here. They were all calling me the uh, fat beach well, you're oh, disgusting. Uh, yeah. this, Who? That. Well, it went like it was. When I when I, we first had a Twitter account, then it, 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 I don't think there's hardly as much hate on social media now as it, there was. Really? It's, yes, died down. For me, yeah. it has. So? Yeah. yeah. Good. I used to be really, really mm. trolled. You're, you're, you're yes, fat. You're this. You're ugly. You're this. But now I turn it around. I love a hater now. I, do you? What do you do with them? Well, I just think you're doing something right if you get a hater. Why? Because you know they wouldn't be if it's when they don't comment. That's a problem. Is it? Yeah, you know if, if they're at interested. Least, at least they're on your mind. I think. Well, you might be hating on me, but you're thinking of me. That's true. It's a really do you know good what I mean? At it, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you follow James Blunt? I love James no, Blunt. That, oh, that he—he's brilliant. He annihilates all of the hate with, the, and he just is brilliant with it. He kills it with comedy, and it's Gosh. very funny. I'm Have sorry. a look at his account. Best account ever. Did you see him when the, he got that hate and he went, and my mortgage is paid. How are you doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's fantastic. Really if, good. Yes, I, 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 I like his approach because mm. he does it all with his tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. So what would you change about social media, Joes, to make it a healthier place for people to communicate? Um, a healthier place for people to communicate. Um, to be honest, from my perspective of social media now, I'd say it's quite a healthy place, is it? Not. I know that like you've had that sicko, and you, you, you. It's like the world, isn't it? You will always find a few sickos and a few saddos. But <coughs> I would say now, if I look at my Instagram, all the comments are so lovely. It's mm. so my social media is a really uplifting place for me. Yeah, I, I love to go That's on. That's my experience. I have to say, of Instagram particularly, um, I find it. I find it a, a really nice community. Actually. Yeah, but do you know what? It's for others though. When you're thinking about younger girls now, what I'll change is the influencers that are allowed to, you know, trying to sell a tea that's a laxative. Yes. Yeah. Or trying to sell bullshit like commercialized products, which don't work. They're actually dangerous. Also, when uh, when you're making creating an account, you should have like your ID uploaded or something so you can filter out the trolls a bit better or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. But just these influencers that are promoting things that really aren't healthy for you. Influencers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's unhealthy, especially with younger girls, the airbrushing, as you said, the, the ideal image of a girl in a bikini. And that's what people are tr- striving to be now. So the generation are wanting to just be a social media influencer, and it's yeah. really sad. Well, I mean, will it even be a thing in five years' time? Probably not. When you see a picture, you buy into this dream, don't you? Yeah, you do. I mean, I've seen a few of them in there thinking, well, that's a nice bikini, and you think, well, she's probably about size two. <laughs> but probably won't look the same, but I think people are slowly getting more real with it. Do you think? Well, you both are. You've both posted bikini shots. Yeah. Where you, you, you highlight the fact that you have yeah. a postpartum body with scars that you're not hiding. But um, I'm certain people would never do that in a million years. No. Like they would, no, no, no way. Their work, really? would, their work would slow down, you know. They'd lose this kind of image of themselves that they are. And there are a lot of people trapped in it still. Do you think so? Yeah, definitely. The strike should be perfect. Yeah, Did you see recently the um, mannequin? In the night store. <gasps> yeah. Of, yeah, I saw um, that. Of a much larger female yeah. figure. And I was talking to a friend about this, and she was so elated to see it in there. Um, and she said, do you know what it's like to live in a world where you don't see yourself anywhere? Wow. Yeah. And, I, and I said, what do you mean? And she said, you know, when you walk into a shop, I mean, I've always been a size 10, 12, maybe an 8, in, you know, back yeah. in the day. 
um, you know, I'm represented. I can get clothes in, in pretty much my size in most mm. stores. But what if you can't? What if you yeah. are not represented? Then you automatically that makes you feel like you don't belong, doesn't it? Yeah. That you're not part of, of what is an acceptable community. I don't know. And that's why I love Instagram as well, because there's all this, and I've, I've always struggled with my weight. I've always been a, a big girl. I've gone, oh, I've been every single size. But I, what I love about Instagram is you've got these really sexy, curvier mm. women, and yeah. they are, they're showing people how to dress, and they're helping people how to dress as well. And I look at them, and I do think they're really, really sexy. And I think it's slowly... It is becoming absolutely. I yeah. mean, look, you know, you look at somebody. I mean, I remember feeling, you know, really quite hopeful when I saw women like Jennifer Lopez and Beyonce being yeah. celebrated because they had hips and yeah. bums. And I mean, yes, I mean, it's almost become cartoon esque now with the Kardashian yeah, the kind Kardashian's of bavooms. <laughs> but you know, and you know, no judgment. If that was makes you happy, great. But when I was growing up, there there was yeah. all I saw were women that were as thin as they possibly Sizeria, could be. Yeah, and I ended up with anorexia and bulimia and. You know, I mean, I, I wrecked myself yes. trying to become something I could never be. Never been more unhappy at my smallest. Same. And then I realised, you know what? I'm getting this all back to front. Yeah. The yes. best part of my body is my brain. Yeah. And I'm going to rewire it and I'm going to reboot it and I'm going to make it the thing that I celebrate. And we have no scales in my house. We don't diet. Oh, really? Um, nope. Oh, I See, don't know what I do without a pair of scales. No, but Joe, get rid of them. Do you know? Do you know what? Oh. When you stop thinking about it and weighing yourself, and it kind of falls into place, mm. and you stop thinking about what you're eating as much, and it, your body just goes into tune with itself. Yeah, and it's called intuitive eating. Just, yeah, just listen right. to your body. You know, yeah, exactly. Just oh. listen to you. When you're hungry, <laughs> you're hungry. Listen to my body. I, I would be, I'm, I'm a big girl now. I've been 20 stone. You're <laughs> not a big girl, Josie. <laughs> well, I, I've, got, I've got up and down, up and down with it. But um, You've just had a baby? Yeah, I've just, I keep telling myself that. Nine months off. Yeah. Nine months off. It was only for a pain, but... The more you think about dieting, <laughs> the more you're going to be obsessive with it. Yeah. And then the more you're going to want to binge after you're restricting yourself. It just becomes a really unhealthy pattern. Right, okay. I'm going to reframe it for you another go way. On. Do you think that anyone ever asked Florence Nightingale how much she weighed? Or um, Margaret <laughs> Thatcher or um, the Queen? Very true. Right? Why are you measuring yourself on the inches of your waist? And the, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Measure yourself on the size of your heart and your brain. Yeah. And then that makes you, Jose just one of the most beautiful well-proportioned women oh, you could you. ever hope to meet <laughs> um i will say i do get a lot more um i get chatted up a lot more when i'm bigger than when i was smaller how weird is that well because you're probably happy yeah, yeah i think that's maybe what it is so that's not yeah, weird yeah. that makes sense yeah because you're giving not- out great energy yeah. and pheromones yeah but when i was thinner i did feel like pamela anderson mind I literally didn't wear clothes all the time. I used to walk around. I used to walk because I'd never been slim. So I used to walk around all the did time. Did it make you happy? Yeah, it did, did make it? Yeah, like because I, I'd, never been, I'd never been slim. Yeah. So for the first time, for a very long time, I, f- I felt... I feel sexy now. Good. But I did feel really sexy then. But then it's never... It's, well, I mean, after you have a baby, I, I mean, you feel horrible. I felt horrible anyway. Yeah, but I don't. I feel the opposite. I look at my body and think, wow, like, 
after all the years struggling and wanted to be skinny and try and compete with everybody else, I'm looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, wow, okay, I carried life in it. It's the most beautiful thing ever. I can't mm. change the way my stomach is anymore. And I've never, ever been as content as I am, ever. That's so lovely weird. to hear, yeah. Marlon. <laughs> it's weird. I feel, uh, I feel, I'm, I'm appreciate my body, and I, I appreciate what it did for me. But after I had a baby, I just felt the most unsexiest really? I've ever felt in all my life. But like, look, I look felt at, gross. I'm not being funny, I felt but so gross. you were with somebody that was yeah, exactly mentioning yeah. your weight twenty times before yeah. lunch. But it's only been like the, recently I started to feel sexy again. Because you got rid of him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you lost a load of weight there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Right, last question, ladies. You are both unapologetically outspoken, which I love. Yes. Yes. But when has straight talking got you into big trouble? I always put my foot in it all the time, all the time. Yeah, I do too. Do you? Uh, all the time. Um, I'm just looking at your, like, one of your most recent posts, Joe, which is brilliant. Can I, can I do it in your accent? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a jumpsuit. Loving Dorothy Perkins' jumpsuits because I'm tall and they don't seem to ride up my Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you. Oh, I can't believe they all call it a Mary. <laughs> I've grown up with calling it a Mary. What? Yeah, it's quite a Bristol thing, a Mary. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So everyone's like Mary, ha 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 ha. And I was like, <laughs> I don't understand what's funny. Everyone's got a Mary, but I honestly thought everyone called it a Mary. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I digress. When when a straight talking got you into to trouble. When a straight talk and got me into tr- I mean, I've pulled a few jokes on Instagram and they've got me into trouble. Uh, and I've, uh, well, I may, you shouldn't joke about Rosemary and Fred West. But no. No, but, and I did. And it got me into a lot of trouble. That got me into trouble. And that, I suppose that was me showing a bit of how sick my humour could be. But I wasn't saying, oh, 
Rosemary and Fred West were brilliant. I was think, saying if the people playing them were brilliant. Oh, in the drama about Fred and Rose West. No, it was like these two and they were doing a comedy act and one was Rose and one was Fred. Oh. Yeah, so and I thought they were brilliant. But um, apparently, you, you know, it's not a good thing to joke about. So I think I've made jokes that sometimes have gone a bit past the line. Yeah. And Ricky Gervais says this all the time. It is comedy. So yeah. it, it's... it's- subject is subject yeah so it's very difficult so i think my uh, humor maybe i've got me in trouble <laughs> on it, social media but is you know <laughs> what about in a relationship oh yeah that's got me in oh, loads of trouble all the time yeah yeah straight talking's got me in loads of trouble now, what, yeah. when, when have you been painfully honest with a partner i'm always painfully yeah, honest same. always yeah. Yeah, always painfully honest because I can't hold things in because I'm a if I do I'm a brewer and a brew it a brew it a brew and then I'll burst and then yeah, they're in real same. deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you give it to them straight all the time. <laughs> is, is there like an example maybe that you could give me? Um, well, um, uh, what's it? Well, I, you know, I, when I'm saying about this the story and this scenario that's happened with my ex, I told him all along you know how he was treating me and everything like that so I've been very honest with how I feel so um and some people don't like to know do they some people don't really don't like to well know. he wasn't sparing the horses was he as no he, no is he he gave it to you with both barrels yeah yeah seemingly yeah but if you knew my family my family are very I mean I would find it very difficult to get embarrassed and my really? mum used to pick me up from school on a horse and cart <laughs> so and oh. like you know when the boy that fancies like the boy that you fancy is like ha 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 is horse know, and cart yeah and used to pick and pick me up from school on a horse Why? and cart because that's what she's like she right. that she's breaks horses in for a living for a long oh right time. yeah she like is a bit of a well I suppose she's a bit of a gypsy is that right yeah. to say yeah I don't know what they're from the traveling so, community we're so PC she'd like to think she is but it's so PC the world that we live in now isn't yeah, it? I but know, yeah. yeah I, I would say it, would, it would be a real difficult to embarrass me I think I'm that's actually quite good yeah, yeah. I never cared, cared what anyone's ever thought that's ever really ever I just you know if, if it's somebody I really love or I really care about or a really good friend of mine and they thought I was being a twat then that would really hurt but if it's mm. just anyone then so, so when you went on Big Brother back in 2010 yeah I mean you, you seemed to me to be so unfiltered that you weren't aware of the fact that there were cameras on you 24-7 and oh how might that sound you didn't watch yourself no I've, I, I don't even know how a brain functions to edit something before it comes out your mouth in the first place it's weird isn't it Anybody that can think about what they're saying before it comes out, it's just... So really, it's just direct line from your brain to your tongue? Yeah. Brilliant. Love that. I want yeah. you live next time. Can we do oh, a live no. podcast? <laughs> oh, no. Might get in trouble. And Marlon, what about you? Um, mine would be being quite opinionated on the show that kind of gave me a platform. Because <laughs> people could say, hold on a minute, what are you doing? You're slating the show that, you know, gave you... Bite in the hand that feeds. Yeah, exactly. But considering I've lost a good friend of the show and... I knew the situation that she was in at the time. Sophie, not getting, Yeah, not getting enough help to kind of shut me up. They've tried to get me on their side and helped produce them some aftercare content, which didn't hasn't really worked because it's not going to shut me so up. So tell me what happened. <laughs> just, I, I just believe that the aftercare that they provided us has been absolutely awful. There has been nothing, actually. It's interesting because we had Dr Alex on a couple of weeks ago and I asked him exactly this and he's having therapy every week 
Yeah, they've just offered me therapy now. Yeah, he's asked for it and he's getting it and he asked for it as soon as he came out. But then I guess he's a doctor, right? He knew where to go to exactly. seek help. Yeah. And I don't know that a lot of people entering the realms of reality TV even think that they'll need it. No. You know, by the time they're, they're kicked out the other exactly. end of the clip. Yeah. But I mean, when you're safe, for instance, they're going to do loads of all this aftercare support now for the 2019 contestants. They're not going to want it. They're going to get all their work. They will need it in about a year, two years' time mm. when the work dries up and they don't know what to do with the themselves. bubble bursts. Exactly. So... How about give aftercare to the 2016, 17, 18 cast yeah. and leave the 2019 for a bit? They're yeah. going to be chilling with PLT. What? Do you know what I'm saying? They're going to be like having all these brand endorsements and whatnot. And it, they need to kind of reverse their time a little bit. So what aftercare did you, did you get? Uh, nothing. They put me into Palmer Airport uh, and that was it. And I remember Sophie Grady said, I'm, I'm trying to ask for like, some support and I was giving me it countless times. You said that. No, Sophie Grady used to tell me. She'd ask for support. And she used to get, like, no messages back sometimes. And there wasn't enough there for her. And, like, that... She told itself, you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to talk quite a bit. And, um, but the producers would say that if... I mean, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, she said... Playing devil's advocate yeah, here, yeah, yeah. The producers would say that if somebody had, had, had got in touch and asked for, for help, yeah. they would never have denied them She used them to tell help. me that she'd get in touch and she'd never get a response back. That's what she had told me. And, okay. Um, I mean, the support that I got where my mum was ill or had passed away, which they'd clearly seen in the press or whatever, I didn't even get a phone call or anything. Same with when daughter passed away, I didn't get a phone call. It was only when Sophie had passed away, I got a phone call to see how I was. And it was when Mike passed away, I got a phone call. And then I got for therapy when Mike had passed away. How long ago had Mike been in it? Like, how long was it? A year after me. The year after me. So he'd left two years, was he? Before two he, years, yes. Yeah, so well, what yeah. is the help that you think would have would, would have made life easier for you and for for friends like Sophie? I think ongoing support is a must. It doesn't matter if it's a month after the show or even if it's like two years. I mean, they can't, they're not going to look after us for like forever, are they? Until we're like 80. <laughs> but I mean, in terms of when they know that they could give us maybe advice on management, finance. Yeah. Um, what brands to kind of be around, um, the drink, the partying lifestyle, the the press, the media, give us a bit of guidance on that. Because you're in an unknown world. You could literally step into Palmer Airport and you're getting recognised. You're like, huh? And I was remember just looking around going, oh, you know, I'm, I'm an introvert. I can have really deep conversations with people, but I'm really bad at small talk. And none of that was there for you, because I know, I mean, I can only speak of my own experiences of reality television. And I know when we did Pop Idol and X Factor, we had lined up you know whether or not this is right or wrong but this is just the setup um uh, a brilliant management company um who provided management for the acts that would be going on to bigger things i guess mm. um and these were seasoned managers that had, had tons of experience um and and there definitely was a team in place to help people not every contestant you know you had to get mm. you know thousands and thousands would apply yeah but there are there was something there. There was structure there. Yeah. Um, now, whether or not, you know, I could also say, you know, there was only one management op- option there. What about presenting people with a selection? I don't know. I had a selection. You did? Yeah, but they were all in it for themselves. They didn't really care about me. They no, didn't care I about my welfare. Were you offered any counselling, Joes? Um, so when we went to Big Brother, we had um, we were all put through, you know, all the psychiatric tests and everything like that. But um, And there was somebody that we could phone, um, but... I, I don't know why I would just find it as a weakness 
And I shouldn't. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I, I, and I didn't even. He didn't. I didn't uh. even think about him. I did not even think. And te- I got. I went through some terrible stuff. Like, people. I was. I got death threats. I got people. Um. Well, it was this one guy threatened to chuck acid in my face. He found out where I lived. You know, when you're getting all that hate on social media, it was a real, real tough time. And I should have been living my best life, and I was living my darkest moment. Mm. And I wish I'd have had, like you said, a mentor. A mentor, exactly. That was not been. in it for any money. Mm-hmm. Just purely in it to that's mentor interesting. you. So not management, not professional no, support. But that's not in it for anything. Yeah, just yeah. just somebody who's there for you and with your best interests and and no no advantage or gain for them. Yeah, but this is what happened if you. So Joseph, so, so you didn't get anything. Did you ask for help? Was it offered? Well, I just would never have thought to phone him. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't even uh, pass my mind. I definitely have it now, but back then, yeah, I definitely Good. have it now. But back then, I would have. You, you didn't. So you didn't see the sense in it. Oh uh, yeah, and and Do you imagine that helped. Yeah, massively. But imagine that's a that's a woman feeling like that. Imagine a man, you know, when you, men, yeah. you know what they're like. Yeah. They probably would see it. You know, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a, you Do you know, know what? What the good news is is that um, next year, um, mental health uh, and well-being goes on to the national curriculum, so it'll be taught in schools. Oh, wow, brilliant! Good. And my son starts senior school in September. And there is a well-being centre at his school, so they have constant so support good, and access to counsellors and um, a safe space to go and speak to people should they need it. Good. That is amazing. That is really, really good. So the world's progressing. Yeah, it yeah. is. The easy way would be to go to the doctors and get a prescription. When I was in a low place, I could have just got antidepressants. But I just thought to myself, no, let me try the mindfulness and meditation and reading self-help books and do it the harder way, but the actual proper way yeah. of solving instead of kind of clouding your brain up with other stuff. I mean, it works for some people, don't get me wrong. But for me, that's not what I wanted. I don't I don't create um, the oestrogen that I need, so I have to take medication as yeah. a hormone balance. Um, and I wouldn't be able to do, to get benefit from things like meditation, for example. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah of course. If yeah, I wasn't gonna... hormonally yeah, yeah, adjusted yeah. medically. Yeah. So sometimes there is absolutely a place for yeah. medicine, but it can't be the only answer. Yeah. Um, and it's probably worth saying that. So I would hate for somebody to be listening and thinking, well, I've just started taking, you know, something to help me. It's like, no, 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 we're not judging. Yeah. Yeah. There's, no, there exactly. is, um, that, you know, it's like a diabetic taking insulin. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like sometimes people just need that. You know, we all get hit with those things in life, but it's what you make of it. Isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly. what you do with it. 100%. It's like you get punched in life, but you're going to get back in the ring or not? Of course you yeah. are. <laughs> we are. You are. <laughs> I, whenever I try and teach anybody the Bristolian accent, I just say, say, I like your socks. Have a go. I like your socks. It's everyone who says, I like your socks sounds like a Bristolian. Yeah. There you Lovely. go. Beautiful. There you go. Is a is an accent that I'm stuck with. I have tr- I did actually go to elocution lessons, but it just didn't work out. Don't you dare take that 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 beautiful accent away. Well, you either love it or you hate it. I but love in Essex, it. I do clean up. The blokes love it. I bet they yeah, do. Yeah. I bet you sound positively tropical. Well, I've always said if um, when the work dies down, I'm going to open up a Bristolian sex line. <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> I'm just tickling my crumpet right now. <laughs> Guys, if I could be sat here in a year's time with you, what would you like to me for, for me to be saying to you uh, in terms of what that year has given you and brought about? Gosh, I think um, for me, I think um, being a good mum to Reg is a number one important thing to me. Like, um, and making sure he's happy and making sure I am giving him the best possible start he can ever have because there's only me doing it so um yeah that would be my number one and number two is um i'd like to be successful in my own right 
you know, not having to rely on anybody, being fiercely independent, which I am anyway. But um, yeah, I really want to be a success in my own right. And I'd like to be um, just a really good role model, really, for Reg and, you know, anyone who follows me on social media, just a, a good role model. And and as well, if I, if you put a, a smile on somebody's face, yeah, you know that's you've left a little imprint then, aren't you? So yeah. Well, you know what? You already are a good mum. You're already a success oh, in your own thanks, right, thanks. and you already put a smile on lots of people's faces. Oh, so do you know what, Joe? You're exactly where you need to be. Oh, all right. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to do anything. No. Don't you think? Yeah, hundred percent. What about you, I'm Marlin? So <laughs> in a year's time, where would where, what would you like me I to be saying? I want my own family, but and I want I want my own family, but I want it for the right reasons, not to kind of fill a void of loneliness, but to like you know yeah. to just have my own family, and I also want to carry on like being a role model, as you said, Josie, but like for the right reasons and. Um, having something that fulfills me as a job and a career and not not just doing it just to just get a quick bit of money the money should flow when i'm doing something that i'm you know enjoying and loving mm. so you that, do something you I love want. you never work a day in exactly, your life exactly exactly yeah and i just want to carry on i want to just create, make my platform bigger and bigger so more people can hear and and, and where can people access the app uh, so that'll be downloadable on like all ios and whatnot um from about i think it's taking a few months and I'm planning on launching it on her first, what would have been her first birthday. In a year's time, you'd like to be sat there watching that app do some really good work. Yeah, and and I just want to carry on. I want the, my platform to be even bigger, and I just want to kind of make. I want to make a difference, and I want to I want to create a shift in what in the industry that I've been in, you know, and social media aspect and and what what I've gone through <laughs> for the little family by my side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to do your accent. <laughs> I think it will come. You don't need to worry about that. Well, the accent or the family. I'm sure there will be lots and lots of people listening that will gain strength from from what you've shared today. So thank you both very much. Thank Thank you. you. And I'd really love to have you back. Um, If anything we've talked about on this podcast today um, has resonated with you, don't forget the Samaritans are always available 24-7. You can find all of their details online. The number is 116 one two three that's double one six one two three or you can drop us a line and we'll be able to give you the names and details of people that might be able to help we are white wine question time at yahoo.com or you can contact us on twitter at white wine qt instagram at the same address or i'm the kate Thornton on instagram as always white wine question time has been produced by caitlin mercer for yahoo alongside me kate Thornton, and the music is provided by andy bell We'll see you next week and remember, do as we do and try to drink responsibly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.